You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mousecapades. Happy hump day, everybody. Thanks for bringing us into your home, car, or wherever you may be. This is Nick, and I'm joined by Vicki and Stephanie. This is episode 488, and we're going to be bringing you all the latest news and rumors. But before we begin, we encourage you to check out our friends over at yourstorytravel.com. Check out their blogs or reach out to one of their lovely agents for your free, no-obligation quote. Simply go to yourstorytravel.com. This episode is sponsored by yourstorytravel.com. You can turn your passion for travel into your business opportunity with Your Story Travel as an independent travel agent. They have over 50 years of experience and an award-winning team of amazing agents. As part of their Ohana, you'll be associated with an agency voted best and recognized as a travel industry leader. You can get the work-life balance you want, set your own schedule, and work from anywhere. There are also many benefits, you guys. You can go ahead and make extra cash while making time for all the things that matter to you most. 70 to 100% commission. Let's see here. It says score travel perks such as ship tours, free and significantly reduced cruises, and more. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the, the tax benefits as well, becoming an independent travel agent. When you join the Ohana, you'll receive initial training. You'll get full back office support and travel agent credentials. With their training, you'll become an expert selling exciting vacations. So no travel industry experience is required. They strive to give you the tools to succeed so you can gain more work flexibility and earn supplement income with ease. So you can go ahead and email them over at careers at yourstorytravel.com for more information. All right. So that was a mouthful. There we go. Yeah. Hello, yeah. everyone. <laughs> All right, Vicky's already laughing at me. Yeah, that, that was a, that's a lot. That's uh, maybe we need to reduce that down a little bit. Maybe you should break it up into segments. I was just yeah, saying the same. Break thing. it into segments. Yeah. I agree with you. We can say, okay, this is what we're going to tell you now, and then in ten minutes we might tell you a little bit more. How, how was your weekend, Vic? I caught wind that you had a girls' weekend this past weekend. I did have a girls' weekend. Now it would have been fantabulous if it would have been at Disney World, but that's too far away. 
But we went to Lake. Oh, it wasn't Walt Disney? Lake of the Ozarks. Oh, okay. We can stop talking about it then. Oh, okay. Nick. I kid, I kid. It was at Lake of the Ozarks. It was at Lake of the Ozarks. I did, um, I'm currently uh, streaming, I mean, I'm currently binge watching Girl Meets World. I finished Boy Meets World, so then I went straight in from Disney+. Plus. So oh. I'm, I'm just shouting out to the Disney Plus people. And if you haven't watched the Encore series with um, Kristen Bell, it's amazing. So those are definitely must-watch things. Uh, well, if you're what a about musical the girl? person. Some what about pe- Girl Meets World? Is that a good one? Oh, that's really cute. It's okay. very much like Boy Meets World, right. but more in this time, which my, my daughter loved it. But we watch it as a family, so it's like a big joke. Like, we can't watch it without the other one, so we try not to go on. And so, right. like yesterday, Kaylee's like, okay, you can turn it on now. We're all in here. And so we did the next episode. I think we did two last night. But um, but the Encore show that I was telling you about, if you're a musical person, definitely you need to hook up with that. She goes into high schools and finds classes. Do you know this? Did you watch it? No, I heard about it. She goes and finds classes that did musicals in the past. I think the new, most recent one was eight years away. But one of them was like 32 or 38 years ago that they did this musical. And it was awesome. And they now, they reunite everybody together. Yes. And they're like, all right, after 20 years, we're going to redo this musical. And, and now it's for you guys one night only. but Much older. And then they're, of course, because it's being sponsored by Disney, the props and everything are are far more amazing than they were when they were in high school. And it's funny to watch bits and pieces of the segment from what it used to look like versus what it does now. And you see who made it big and who's still struggling there. And then there were some people that were on Broadway now that were in those musicals. And so, I mean, they weren't like big, like, you know, Kristen Chenoweth or something like that. But still, it was fun to see. And I'm just a big musical person. Our whole family is. So it's we're hoping they're going to have season two. Well, the opposite of that, I'm sure that there's a lot of people too who are maybe were musical and haven't really been in choir and and been using their voice, and so they they probably don't sound as great. I'm sure. Do they right. have some of that too? Yes, they do. Yeah, the one lady that would be me. Um, she goes, well, I haven't sang lately, but then she opened her mouth and she had to have sung recently because she kept her voice up. But she was like a minor character, and they made her a major character because the her other voice was so good. Well, the other one couldn't stay on pitch. It was—I mean, it was bad. All right, so I'm going to steer us back to some <laughs> Nick's Disney like, news. Nick's like, news. Is, is it Disney? It, Disney Plus. Oh, is, oh, that's right. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Disney I don't watch Plus. That, so. I'm supporting the Disney Plus station. Yeah. Okay, keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was it. We're fine. Yeah, let's go. Go so, ahead. There's Boy Meets World, and Boy Meets or Girl Meets Boy. Girl, Girl Meets World. It's, Girl Meets World. It's when the Boy Meets World grows up and marries Topanga. You didn't ever watch Boy Meets World? Is that the girl that has, like, the beautiful eyes? Mm-hmm. Okay. And they have a daughter and a son. And then they bring in the other characters. They bring them back. Sean comes back and Feeny comes back. and but Aaron likes that show. I wonder if she's seen it. I don't know. You should watch it with Colin. It's a good family show. There's not a lot out there you can say that. that you feel really? Comfortable. It is? Yeah. Good stuff. Okay. It's because Colin's not going to learn anything bad derogatory from it. Right. All right. So I'm going to take us all the way over to Anaheim talking Disneyland, the After Dark. They have a new After Dark party going on. It's called Star Wars Night. It's scheduled for August 27th at Disneyland Park. What are your thoughts? Did you guys see this come out? I am super kind of excited, even though I know I'm not going to be there on the 27th. They go out there and enjoy this. But Disney's doing a really great job of providing those after hour events. And this is something I, I believe, you know, Steph and I and Vic, we've talked about this in the past, where we wish Disney did more of these kind of after-hour parties because I feel like Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween and Mickey's Very Merry Christmas, definitely worth it. It's a themed kind of event at the end of the night, you know, shut the park down, only guests for this hard-ticket event. I'm glad to see that they're doing more stuff like this, like the villains, you know, after-party as well. Right. And now they have a Star Wars night. Tickets are reasonably priced. $109 per person. So. And considering you get to go on so many more rides, I mean, everybody who has gone to an after-hours event, they immediately talk about how you just walk right onto the rides or have hardly any wait, even for these these rides that are normally two, three-hour waits. So it's definitely worth it. Um, I like that they opened it up and allowed the annual pass holders so to get that. So that's what I going to say, the 109s for the annual pass holders. Yeah. So they did get a discount as well? Or is that the price? So the ticket... Fees? According to the Disneyland Resort, this is the source, says $109 per person and are now available for annual pass holders. Right. And um, then I think by the time the people are listening to this, it says tomorrow is when they'll release them to anyone. Yes. 
So the event starts at 9 o'clock, but you can get in as early as 6 p.m. It goes until 1 a.m. in the morning. What a party. Mm -hmm. But the kicker is, and this is the kicker, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance will not be operating during that time. What are your what are your thoughts what? about these after I know, right? Okay, I know it's a Star I didn't Wars even event. Read that part. So there was something else I wanted to talk about. Maybe I don't have it here. I thought I was gonna bring up another story about an after hours event. Don't know, maybe it just got lost in my notes here. But anyway, oh yeah, the villain ever after. Uh or the Disney villains after hour party at Magic Kingdom over in Orlando. Uh, beginning on February twenty first, so just a few more days from here. I guess we'll have something new to experience during the event. The Diamond Horseshoe, the saloon lounge, will offer villainous treats and assortments of like special beverages during that three-hour event. So I really love these special events. What are your thoughts, guys? While you're talking about the Rise of Resistance, can I hit on that? Because this morning yeah. there was a lot of, like, hundreds of unhappy people. Yes. E explain to our listeners what you're talking about. I caught that on Twitter. Yeah, that's where I caught it from. Uh, apparently, the... the ride broke down and all the people had come specifically for that and this one dad was like yelling at the people okay i'm sorry but yelling really isn't going to make the ride work right was it there's nothing so you it was can the do. ride it wasn't like it wasn't the app system it wasn't the the virtual queue of getting into the into the park and making sure you're there and signing up for the ride it was the ride itself no the ride itself broke which and, is nothing new and so during my break today because i saw it pop up while i was teaching so you can't do that while you're teaching, or you're not supposed to. I was on my lunch break. <laughs> right. But anyways, I read the article, and it said that the there was, like, people defending Disney and saying, you know, it's not their fault, which is what I said. Right. But at the same time, uh, somebody was saying, these people have planned their trips, like, a year and a half out, knowing that this is supposed to be, and all the kinks should hopefully be worked out, and here they are there, and they're not being able to participate in the Rise of the Resistance, and how sad that is. But does Disney make it right? You know, like when the ride breaks down, do they say, "Okay, well, come back tomorrow"? They have for in the past. A, a, yes, and you they get do. a, a, a fast pass. What if pass you board? can't come back tomorrow? Right. And what if you're yeah. checking out that day or that next morning? Right. So Disney, I agree with. I guess some people that were tweeting. Right. You're saying that yeah. we're complaining. Disney should have these kinks worked out. This ride opened December sixth. It's been a few months now, three months, almost a quarter, and so. Yeah, I mean, the ride is still breaking down all the time, and guests are waiting all the way through that queue line. Some guests are getting all the way to just about to board, and they can't because it breaks down and then told to come back when you've been waiting that entire time. This ride keeps breaking down. I don't necessarily hear the same stories coming out of Anaheim like I do at Disney World there in Orlando. It seems like it's just an Orlando thing, so whatever they did right at, at Disneyland... They should bring those people over here at Disney World and, and fix this ride because it is it's going down way too much. Well, they didn't open the one in D Disneyland. I know this from Lee. He said until January right. 16th or something. Yes, it was much later. So they probably already heard about a lot of the things that they were having a problem right. with. I mean, honestly, <laughs> and started that, problem solving. That's how it's work. That's how it, that's how it works. But it was bad when we were there. I can only imagine it's going to be like that for a while. And they knew that. That's why they wanted to build it. The thing is, I would never wait until the last day. To ride my, like the ride I went on the trip for. So when you say like, oh, well, what if they're leaving the next day? In my head, I'm like, why would you save that for the but very last day? Keep in mind, you know, some of your bigger attractions, people do save that for near the end of the trip to go out on a bang and or to make sure they can get a fast pass for that. Of course, this is a little different because it's rise resistance, but like a uh, flight of passage, you're more, you're, you're better to get that ride near the end of right. your trip. With but a fast pass near than, the end, not at right. the last day. Like if I'm if I'm planning a five day vacation, I am not going to save my favorite ride or the ride sure. I'm most excited for for that very last day. Like maybe my, my fourth day, but not my fifth day. There's no right. way I'm going to plan it for that last day in case something happens. All right, so this comes to our first song. This one is coming to you from Aladdin. It's Will Smith from the movie Aladdin. Enjoy. We'll see you on the backside of this song. Watch Alibaba, he had them 40 thieves. Shahrazad, he had a thousand tails. But master, you're in luck because up your sleeves, you got a brand of magic never fails. You got some power in your corner now, heavy ammunition in your camp. You got some punch, my sad. And how? All you gotta do is rub that lamp, and then I'll say, Mr. Man. 
What's your name? Whatever. What will your pleasure be? Let me take your order. I'll jot it down. You ain't never had a friend like me. Life is your restaurant, and I'm your maitre d'. Come whisper to me whatever it is you want. You ain't never had a friend like me. We pride ourselves on service. You the boss, the king, the shop. Say what you wish is yours to dish. How about a little more baklava? Have some of column A. Try all of column B. I'm in the mood to help you, dude. You ain't never had a friend like me. This the big part. Watch out. This the big part. Oh. Can your friends do this? Can your friends do that? Can your friends pull this? Out of their little hat. Can your friends go? Oh. Oh. I'm the genie of the land. I can sing rap dance if you give me a chance. Oh. Don't sit there, buggy eyed. I'm here to answer all your midday prayers. You got me bona fide, certified. Got a genie for your shards of fans. I got a powerful urge to help you out. So what you wish? I really wanna know. You got a list that's three miles long, no doubt. All you gotta do is rub like so. Mr. Aladdin, yes. One wish or two or three. Well, I'm on the job, you big nabob. You ain't never had a friend, never had a friend. You ain't never had a friend, never had a friend. You ain't never, never had a friend. You ain't never had a friend like me. Oh my gosh, you have to see this. Daydreaming of a magical place with artificial grass, dole whips, churros, and the backside of water. Under the sea, under the sea. No need to pinch because this isn't a dream. This is the Mousecapades Radio Network. Okay, Stephanie, so you were saying before the song, Rise of Resistance, not making sure making sure you don't plan that ride at the very end of your trip. That's just my thought. That's just the way I would do it. Well, I was just going to use this moment to plug us as travel agents. That's why you get a travel agent because right. we know that you don't want that to be a bummer for you. You don't want that to be a letdown, especially if your seven-year-old has been waiting and you said, mm-hmm. I'm going to take you in a year and a half and we're going to do this mm-hmm. and then to have to tell the year and a half, year, I mean, tell them that a year and a half was just a waste and now we're going to have to save up Maybe our money and come again. Maybe next year we right. go again. That would crush my soul if yes. that happened. Like, like Colin, he waited, uh, I don't even know, a year and a half for Slinky Dog. Yeah, a year and a half. And because I just wrote it this past fall in October. And I had gone out to Disney I can't, countless times and rode that ride without him. And felt guilty every single time. As you should. <laughs> right. Did right. you did you tell him and, that you wrote it? The, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh. he was really looking forward. And he got so upset with me. You, you know, because he's like, <laughs> you promised me you would never write it. And I wrote it every single time. But <laughs> I would feel, I, I'd be crushed if I got there and that ride's down and I planned that for the very last day of our trip. Right. But here's the thing. Like, you're right. Using travel agents. Mm-hmm. That's we know, that. we, that we know not to, to do it. Agent. Like if you try your first day, you're probably not going to get the fast pass. But you do your last day, but you like, might risk. Right. But you're more apt to get that ride like a flight of passage mm-hmm. at the end of your trip. Right. If so if it's there for five days and that window opens, that 60 day window, you're going to get it for that last day. You know what I'm saying? Like you're more apt to get it for that last day versus the first day. I just, I always try the day before. Right. Like, I mean, I don't try the very last day of the trip just because it just makes... Now, if it's a three-day trip, maybe. Anyways, right. moving on. All right. What's going on? We've got the Garden Rock concert series. And so they have announced all of the performers. Have you guys had a chance to look at any of the performers? Yeah. I looked at the list and this comes Anything out. that... So every year... Tickles your fancy? <laughs> well, there was one band that... Well, I saw Sister Hazel's coming back again. They replaced... Jeez, who was a collective soul? No. I have no idea, but I see the Pointer Sisters. Smash Mouth? It was Smash Mouth. I think last year, Smash Mouth canceled like just a day before. 24 hours out, Sister Hazel performed in their place. I do not see Smash Mouth on here, but I do see like Crowder. Look at that. Crowder's there. 
I see Rick Springfield. Yeah, Rick Springfield. I yes. saw that too. Air Supply, right? Tony Orlando. I wonder if Don Peebo Bryson Don, Don still Felder will back. be there. You've got to have some Peebo. Uh, Casting Crowns. So they, they got some great stuff. Casting Crowns, I mean, they got that Drummer Boy song that was a huge hit. Right. Everybody loves that one. So yep. glad to see that they're putting in some of those Christian artists and they're like Casting Crowns and Crowder. Especially since they got rid of Christian Weekend. Because it was, uh, they, you're right. They did, didn't, yes. didn't they? So really? this may be the yeah. compromise. It was a big, it was a big. What do you want to call it? Because Brad had a friend that did that every year. They flew down there for the four days during that weekend, and there were just too many things that were happening that it kept. It rained, and then they had to find another place for it, and then this and that and the other thing. What month was that? What I believe it was in hold? September. Just like we have Christian Weekend at Silver Dollar City, your favorite place to go. She's being sarcastic. Yes. I they love know that. Silver Dollar City. Love it. It just... Well, Silver Dollar City, the park itself, is cool. I'm I'm just saying Branson, in general, doesn't really do anything to change the perception of what maybe the East Coast and West Coast already have of people in the Midwest. That's all I'm saying. We're not helping ourselves. But when Nick went with us for free and a really cool... Oh, I had a great time when it was free. <laughs> It was not a problem. <laughs> Free's his favorite. Oh, yeah. we Yeah. And uh, I have nothing to come back with that one. I know. I'm just giving you crap. No, we did go to, what was that stampede? The Dixie stampede? Dixie stampede, yeah. 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 Colin like it. liked it, though. I like the food. He got Oreo the horse. He did get Oreo. He still I snuggles with Oreo too. every night. How many years ago was that? Uh, it was Kaylee's second year in college because she couldn't believe we went on a trip without so her. just three years? Yeah. No, 16, 2016 oh, fall. 16. It was the fall my parents were sick, but they insisted this I go anyway. This is fifth year? This is 220, 2020, 2016. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. All right. Here you go. Here, the I have a story for you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell us. So there is an investigation going on right now, Ooh. and I'm sure you guys have seen this. No, I didn't see it. I'm shocked. Investigation? You had me at investigation. <laughs> right. You're so broken. this YouTuber... Saint Seer or Saint Sire, I think it's Seer, C Y R. He apparently has been not at seen doing videos or showing videos on YouTube, and it's got hundreds and thousands of uh, viewers. He has been behind the scenes at Expedition Everest in Animal Kingdom, and he's also been in uh, Universal and another local park down there that they've not released that name. Uh, but apparently, that some security that was on. Like when I guess it's time stamped on the video or whatever when he was there, the security from that night have gotten canned over it. And he said, I'm sorry that some security people have gotten uh, canned over that from me. But at the same time, I'm glad you're stepping it up. But he wouldn't release how he got in and how he got to stay there and where he was in the park and ever. But apparently he's got this whole YouTube and he gets play- paid a lot of money, but he wouldn't tell him how much. So is he banned from the parks yet? Because typically Disney no. will ban you. So that's crazy to me that they are going to fire their staff, but they're not going to ban this guy from the parks. You know, he's just going to keep doing it. Not so far. Now, there was the one guy that worked there, and but he pleaded guilty. He had worked on the, the property, I mean, worked at Disney and was doing behind the scenes videos like in the Utilidors and stuff like that. And that's a no, no. Who's this guy? They didn't give his name. Oh, they okay. just said that he pleaded guilty. Remember that YouTuber that claimed he was getting into Disneyland, Disney World for free? And he went yeah, right we watched the, a whole thing of it. He went right through. We actually watched it happen. Wait. And he talked his way into um, California Adventure. Remember yeah. that? Well, because he was in California. He went into the Californian. Well, he took a shower at a hotel. Oh, yeah. He re- On he- his way there, he was walking. He's yeah. from- so he asked to see a room, right? No, he went up to the maid and he goes... I left yeah, my key. Right. Do you well, care if I take a shower time. real quick? He he didn't. He wasn't even staying there. Into somebody's yeah, room he, that he like somebody the was actually. Thing. The maid opened it up. He showered. He and then he went down to California Adventure and talked his way into and he got if you sang the Frozen song right and see I don't know like this has to be made up but but again, we watched it on video. We did watch I mean I guess the they entire thing it. and. There Remember was, he went through the Californian hotel though. He went to Grand Californian, but to make it. Or Grand California to get it easy to get in easier, right? And there was no stoppage in the in the video at all. Like it was one continuous video. Did he just have like a camera, a body cam, or something? Like how was he even recording? I can't it? remember. I think he did. Didn't he, he just had, have what do you call those things? A GoPro. Yes, GoPro. 
But, but he was you able. He see that and be his, like, clearly, this guy's recording it. He's doing this for something. He sweet talked his way into California Adventure, and then snuck into Disneyland, and then snuck in, and then like the week before, he snuck into Disney World. Wow. And I will say, it's pretty easy to sneak into Disney World. Like you see all those people that are scanning their bands and all the families that are standing around. I've I've seen it to where yeah, you could easily just walk right through this chaos. Now they have their pit bosses behind watching everything. If you see, if you look oh, up, you can see the pit bosses. But you could easily walk right through and risk getting kicked out of the park for forever. Well, no, you don't want to, no. You don't want to do that. Right. I'm just saying. Uh, I could anyway. So dang, I can check into this more. To, Please do. To I'm gonna go. What's this guy's name? Because I want to go C- watch some of the videos. C Y R. C Y R. It sounds Seer? like he wants to be a rapper, but he's a YouTube channeler instead. <laughs> Saint Seer. It's his backup plan. I have no idea. Do you see that Disney raised prices again, again overnight? They yes. They always right. do. Who's surprised? Uncle Scrooge raised prices. He's sitting behind that desk. Well, the minivans- Stephanie told us though. They had to close Tokyo and whatever for all the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. She said they were going to make the money up somewhere. You That's where it that. is. Yep, that was the rumor. And so, here they are making it up. So they raised prices on tickets, right, and, and annual passes. Mm-hmm. Right? That just happened, what, a week ago? It wasn't a long time ago. A few days, was it, yeah. Was it a week ago? I don't even know if it was a week. I heard it on, yeah. the, channel, on the news. So typically, you know, Disney goes up 13% every single year. Uh, and usually we see these price changes that happen overnight around this time and and in early summer. You know, like I just purchased the AP days Surprise! before it went up a couple hundred bucks. You know, but anyway, did you have something? So the, that, well, on that, I thought the an, the annual average increase is 6.5%. Well, You're okay, saying 13%? So I'm saying, no, I'm saying like, so when I say that, I mean like resort rooms and stays okay. and things like that. Overall, it is, but... We will let's so let's talk about that. We're gonna talk about the mini service, the minivan service on the back side. We have our attraction we're going to right now, and this is Jungle Cruise. It's the ride audio. So we're gonna go ahead and Welcome listen to this. The Jungle and then on the back side, we'll talk about my I'll be your skipper and guide down the rivers of adventure. You know, we always turn and take a last good look at the dock and wave goodbye because uh, we may never see it again. Now, as we leave the last outpost of civilization, we enter the mouth of the Irrawaddy River of Burma, where rare plants and lush vegetation grow in abundance. The dragon blood trees of the area actually bleed red when cut. And the ever-fresh orchids need no soil. They get their nourishment from the moisture in the air. Uh, speaking of moisture, we're passing through a tropical rainforest. We often see exotic birds and huge colorful butterflies or a, a couple of mean-looking crocodiles. In fact, we're now turning into the crocodile-infested Mekong River of Asia. Well, there's old Smiley, the granddaddy of them all. Uh, you'll have to keep your hands inside the boat. You see, he's always looking for a handout. Up ahead are the ruins of a centuries-old Cambodian shrine. It was almost totally destroyed by a devastating earthquake hundreds of years ago. Only the monkey god remains, guarded by those beady-eyed crocodiles and that giant jungle spider. Through an old archway, we enter the sunken ruins of an ancient lost city. Now, python-like banyans grip this great stone face in a living vice. The elephant god Ganesha guards the entrance to the enchanted bathing pool of elephants. The natives of the jungle say that whole herds of playful Indian elephants migrate here to bathe. Watch out for some wet surprises from those big shots. And the little ones, too. They're playful little squirts. You know, these sacred bathing rites are seldom seen by civilized men. (laughs) 
As we leave the waters of the frisky elephants, we journey deep into the interior where ferocious wildlife roam. Uh-oh, uh-oh. It looks like one of the larger elephants wanted to bathe all by himself, and he doesn't like being disturbed. Hey, hey, he's trying to give us a bath. Oh, that was close. Uh, if you're on the rail, you better look out. He might do it again. Oh, well, maybe he figured we didn't need a bath. This tall grass means big game country. We must be on the lookout. The wild animals come down to the river to drink. Oh, there's a family of rhinos, a mama rhino, and two babies. I, I think we frightened the young ones, but not mama. She's not afraid. Oh, she must weigh over two ton, and believe me, she knows how to throw her weight around. There are other wild animals, too, and beautiful vegetation. Giant bamboo trees grow 60 feet high. And some of the bushes in this area grow the berries from which the natives extract the deadly Bushman's poison. We're approaching beautiful Schweitzer Falls, named after the famous Dr. Albert Schweitzer, who's done so much for the people of Africa. Now, I'll try to get in just as close as I can. These falls... Oh, oh boy! I didn't think I was going to make it. That was almost too close. Our next is the famous Nile, the longest river in the world. Uh-oh. Look on that bank. A big bull elephant. The enormous ears and that sloping forehead mark the African bull elephant, one of the most feared animals of the jungle. There's another one. Don't get excited now, big boy. We're just passing through... Waterfalls mark the entrance to the expansive grassland region of the African veldt. Because of the migratory habits of the beasts in the jungle, this area is often inhabited with gazelles, news, zebras, giraffes, and look in that tree, vultures waiting for their share. And here, dens of laughing hyenas, jackals, and packs of hungry lions feasting on one of their unsuspecting prey. This region tells the story and points up the law of the African veldt, the survival of the fittest. I understand that there's a lost safari somewhere in this area. Oh, there they are. Say, they look trapped. Why, that big rhino has them up a tree. The native on the bottom is sort of low man on the totem pole. <laughs> he hasn't gotten the point yet, but he will. Please be careful now and don't rock the boat. We're entering a pool of hippopotami. They're big and curious and could easily upset the boat. I'll try to get us through safely. Don't worry. I, I understand they're not dangerous until they wiggle their ears. Hmm. What? They're all wiggling their ears. Easy now. Easy. Ah, I think we made it. Hang on. A big hippo's charging broadside. That'll hold him. We're now... Look out! Look out! Another hippo! Oh, that scared him. We are now entering Headhunter Country. And just beyond is a native village. I'll try to get us as close as possible. Well, a canoe full of skulls. Huh. Looks like the remains of my... Uh, first boatload. You know, the natives are celebrating the kill of a lion, probably caught raiding the village. Now, let's see if we can sneak by them. Be very quiet. Don't attract their attention. And watch those bushes on the right. They sometimes ambush us there. There's a war party. These tribesmen grow to a height of seven feet or more, and they have one aim in life. And that is to get <laughs> ahead. Those two trophies on the witch doctor's hut 
They used to belong to two of the nicest tourists who ever took a shortcut through the jungle. Again we approach beautiful Schweitzer Falls, with a unique rock formation carved by the falls over the years. It's a different view this time, from behind. Uh-oh, white water ahead. The rapids of Kilimanjaro. Let's keep our arms inside the boat. It's going to be very close, very treacherous here. You see, the rocks are jagged. Someone grab the rudder. Watch that big rock on the right. Easy. We made it. Uh-oh, but look ahead. A giant gorilla, and there's another. They weigh at least 600 pounds. Why, that one must have an arm spread of over eight feet. He might yank us right out of the boat. Watch it. Uh-oh, we're not out of danger yet. Look, a big crocodile. Uh, see you later, alligator. Now, around the bend comes the most dangerous part of our journey. The return to civilization. As we approach the landing, I uh, suggest you step off on the dockside. Uh, if you feel your feet getting wet, you've uh, gone the wrong way. Thanks for being aboard the Disneyland Jungle Cruise down the rivers of adventure. And visit us again soon in Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom. Okay, so I know we're going to talk about the minivan, but before we do that, I had something else on that price increase that I thought uh, you guys might enjoy. They did, they put this into some little calculator to figure out in what would the price of a ticket in Disneyland be in 2030, 2040. 2055. Ooh, can we guess? Can we play yes, game? exactly. That's okay. what I thought this I would be fun. Guess. So what it's is sad. the current price right now? Um the current price, let me see, let me scroll down. It well, depending on because you know how it it varies on the day. Like if you're going on a busier time. So it has more than tripled since 2000 and year 2000 it was $43 $43 and now it's 154. Good night. Mm-hmm. So that's in 20 years. Guys, that's more expensive than a Tripled. Disney World ticket, and you have four parks to go to. That's Disneyland. I that's that Disneyland part. on the busiest day. So they Now, is that to both parks, or is that just to Disneyland Magic? That's a one-day ticket. not a park hopper. That is a so one-day ticket. ticket. Okay. So you said okay. 154. So 154. So 10 more years? 10 if more we years. have a... Constant price increase each year. 220. Um, 220 so, by so, in 10 years? So you yes. said 10 years, so that would put us at 20, or we're saying 2030. Yes. Right? That's what she said. And you're saying how much, Vixer? I say 220. Vixer says 220. I just think everything is increasing higher and higher every year by percentages. I'm going to go with 205. Okay. So according to this, Come 2030, Disneyland Park ticket could be priced at just under 300. What? That's if it continues to raise in the way that it's raising. How did I do my math wrong? Because she's tripled in 20 years. But that's 20. But we're talking about so 10. we're talking about 10. But she's saying okay. the okay. percentage, just like you said, is increasing every time because it used to be like one or two percent. And then a couple, they did a few years where it was three and four percent. Well, if you're now doing 6.5 on $40 is a lot less of an increase than 6.5% on $150. Correct. So it's going to keep increasing at a rate that's just insane. So you're saying $900 by 2040? By 2040, no. By 2040, it's looking at between five to $600. Again, mind you, one day ticket here. This is a one day ticket. If it continues to con all along this curve, by 2050, $1,000 for a one-day ticket. Now, it's not going to – there's no way because at some point I it has to stop. I wouldn't say there's no way. 
I don't know. Oh my god! It goodness, hasn't no. stopped yet since but they it, opened. It has to. It cannot be like people won't be able to go. Supply and demand. Like people just can't go and afford to go at that price. It just makes me sad because the whole idea of Walt was to use your imagination, change things up, but make it affordable so families have a place to go. And it is beyond affordable for some people. It already is. It already is becoming too expensive. And it's and it's not even the hotels that are the expensive part. It's the park ticket. What? You know, I told you after sitting down with some of the representatives with, well, they weren't even reps. I mean, they worked for Disney and they worked on the travel agent side of things. This guy was not afraid to admit they focus on the elite. Like they literally focus on the elite and that's who they care about. Mm-hmm. They don't, they do value the people. He admitted we value the everyday common person because that's what keeps our daily operations going. But who we target is the elite because they're the individuals that are spending five to $15 million in one week, you know? And so to hear that, I was like, wow, I was, I knew it. But to actually hear it from Disney last year, I was blown sad. away it's out of so my chair. Sad. It's so against what Walt wanted. You know, and they got to have a CEO that comes in. This next CEO, whoever it may be, has got to have a level head on their shoulders, has got to come in and do some resets. Okay. Mm-hmm. We need to reset stuff here. We need to mix and match and reorganize some things. That's crazy. They need to find a way to make it to where people can go. Because just, I mean, the inflation of our salaries are not getting 6.5% increases (laughs) to to, uh, justify, right? I wish. Especially as teachers over here. Going on your how many? 1% on how many years did our salary? We can't keep up. It was just over 1%, wasn't it? Or Disney, how about you give us a teacher discount? How about that? Yeah, no, I'll take that. Right. I totally think that would be a good program. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a teacher. I think that that's true for any service job. They should think about giving some kind I mean, totally you the warrant bonuses. the service because you were in fighting for our country. But there are firemen and policemen and teachers that do a lot of things every day. Maybe we don't get the same discount Correct. as somebody in the military, but we get something. That, I mean, that would be amazing if you could do that. So anybody who's listening. Yeah. Oh, no. And that program, the military uh, salute program. Offered via Disney, that could go away at any time, you know. Right. So they vote on that every single That's year sad. for that program. It's not a program that they say, hey, it exists. It's going to be in existence until we shut it down. That no, that thing, sad. that thing comes up every single year and they have to vote on it, you know. But I that's one never, of those things, I though, hope they, they never vote on Oh, it would be. You would have so many servicemen and women that would just be in Furious. Yeah, that wouldn't look good. That would be bad show for them, which Very is Very bad piece. show. I would feel really bad about that because again that's an, another Walt thing because uh like Lee was talking to me about when he did his trip report with us he was talking about have we ever watched the flag ceremony at the end of the day and um and I just saw somebody the other day was just there and somebody walked up to him and just happened to ask him because he had a hat on were you in the service and he said yes I was and this is just a random guy that was at Disney World and he uh got to be a part of the ceremony the other day and he said I feel so honored and I didn't even know why they were asking me about my hat. It was complete. He was utter surprise. So it was like a verklempt moment for him. Like he was really torn by it. So we're going to talk about these minivan service rates, yes. uh, raises uh, on the rates. So this is on airport and cruise transfers and extend and extension of hours. So like the minivan service. Now this is coming from Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, the minivan service operated by Lyft at Walt Disney World has raised its price slightly on airport and cruise transfers. Minivan is a personal ride service that offers point-to-point transportation around Walt Disney World property, as well as to and from Orlando International Airport, also known as MCO, and Port Canaveral. The cost for a transfer to or from MCO just increased from 150 to 155 per vehicle each way. So if you're if you're going round trip, that's ten bucks, right? And another change: the hours of the service for the airport transfers have been extended, and are now offered from six a.m. to eleven fifty nine p.m. Well, I don't know why it can't be twelve. <laughs> I wonder if that's a union thing. I don't know. <laughs> a transfer to or from Port Canaveral for a Disney Cruise Line vacation has increased from two hundred forty to two hundred forty nine per vehicle each way. So it's eighteen dollars round trip. 
That's coming from Walt Disney World themselves. The minivan service is nice. I've been inside of a minivan. I have not taken the service. I've been inside of it, checked it out. They park all the minivans, at least they did up until this past summer. They probably still do. I just hadn't gone over there to actually check it out since the last time I did. They park them over there by Cirque du Soleil. Is that how I say that correctly? Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. Over there at the Springs, the Disney Springs. Over there in the parking lots. Over in the back, behind everything, is where you have the minivans. And so we, they had some operators out there. And I was like, hey, can I check one of these actors? Look inside. Sure. Very, very nice. Very, very cool ride. They even play Disney music. And I mean, it's very cool. They come and get you personally. Right. What do you guys, what are your thoughts? Is it worth it? Uh, to go to Port Canaveral? Sure. Because how else are you going to get there? But to go, like, why wouldn't you just take the Magic Express? It's free. You could Uber or Lyft and get there for half the price. That's true. With an XL, Uber or Lyft. Just saying. Some people, so some people MCO, are leery of of Uber and it being some random. Per- like I've gotten in some questionable Ubers before. So true. I have, and I you're have like, well. oh, and to, if I have my family with me and all of my belongings, like there was one that I got in, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to touch anything in here. This is gross. So, oh, you good. know how much I paid for an Uber from MCO? Because I, I arrived at MCO this last time. I was going to take the Magical Express. I'll be honest. I just, I got lazy. I didn't feel like taking the Magical Express. So, you know how you go downstairs to to B, right? What is it? Uh, Station B, Tarmac, whatever you want to call Um You just jumped in an I Uber. I didn't want to wait. I didn't want to wait. So, I went downstairs underneath and then hooked onto an Uber. Oh, geez. So here's the next song. This is coming from... Now you have to wait to find Art out how much animation. it costs. Right. It's coming from Art of Animation. They have some really cool music over there. Really awesome resort. I'll tell you on the backside of the song how much I spent, and it's going to shock Perhaps a little hair. Moraine will be a super awesome thing. Oh, I just can't wait to be king. Way beyond the waterhole, a little down the line. The jungle and the blazing peaks, a schedule to be mine. I'm gonna be the ruler of most everything around. From the grandness of the mountains to the humble coming ground. Say do this No one's saying be there 
Book your snacks in the shape of Mickey. You're in the right place. This is the Mousecapades Radio Network, entertaining the space between your ears since 2015. Okay, so since, like I was saying, before before we went over to the Art of Animation and had that awesome song, I didn't feel like waiting in MCO, and right. I decided to go straight to Epcot and meet up with my buddies. So I just decided to hail an Uber with a tip. $35. That's all it was. 35 bucks. And so if you have extra $35 to spend, why not? Get there faster. What right. time of year was this? What time of year? Uh, so this would have been in August. Now my bags, I checked in my bags. So they went, they went straight to my resort. So I didn't, I didn't have any bags to mess with. They were checked in. They had the tags on them. They went straight to my resort. I just w- decided to get an Uber, spend 35 bucks. That's with a tip. And the person dropped me off from MCO all the way to Epcot. And this was late August. Then you missed the opportunity. Right before, right before Dorian. Remember Hurricane Dorian? That's when it was. Then you missed the opportunity to watch all the fun videos or run into students that are on the trip with you. You, <laughs> you missed all that. Because it seems like the last two trips I went on, there's been some students from Fairmont with us. Yeah, and this last trip, and you, he was really upset about missing that, right? Yeah, Nick? last time you were out there, how many students did you run into? Oh, I don't know. I just do know Patrick. That's in third yeah, grade. Yeah. But you ran in. You ran into a. You ran into at least two students, right? Oh yeah, and well, I've run into parents there of students that I've had before. Um, just people we know for church that didn't know they were there. We always run into somebody, but I think that you missed that opportunity on the Magical Express. That's all I'm saying. Because Patrick got on the bus with us after he had been on the airplane and at the airport with us, both airports. And he just thought that I had decided to take a trip with him. Wouldn't it be Aww. funny if you're in the World Showcase? You're like, dude, I ran into you and we went to China and I ran into so-and-so from school. Well, he had me make a video and send it to Miss Booth because he so was like- cute. She needs to know we're going to Disney World together. So he made a cute little video for her. So 150 bucks going up to 155 from MCO to your resort and then back, right? Is it worth it when you can spend $35 with that's including the tip with Uber? Is it worth it? No, because Stephanie and I take the Magical Express and enjoy the ride and not worry about the hoopla. Of finding an Uber. Or you go the cheaper route and you do the Uber. You don't have to find the Uber. The Uber comes to you, Vicki. I know this, but when I go there, the Ubers are far more expensive because it's by demand. It goes so many Ubers rolling through there. And you got Lyft. You have two choices. You can compare them. I just don't. I can't stand waiting in long lines. You really? I hate it. We are completely shocked by this. Aren't you shocked, Stephanie? Right. No way. Anyway, Nick, so not I've talked Nick. way too long. Okay. I've talked way too long. I love you too very, very much. Um, what do you got, Steph? Um, uh, Cinderella's Castle. I thought you were going to say nothing. I have I have no more. No, no not at all. No. Cinderella's Castle. Yeah. It's getting a makeover. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. I mean, the pictures look amazing. It, it, it's not like a drastic change, like a, this, whoa, it looks totally different, but it definitely is a lot brighter and a lot, um, it, it pops a lot more. Um, what are your thoughts? I love it. You know, they're comparing it to the actual cartoon when it released 70 years ago. Uh, this past week, actually, they're comparing it to that, you know, to, to the cartoon. It looks really amazing. I really loved what Brian Collins said. He's a former Disney Imagineer that wrote the script to my favorite ride, the great movie ride, and I'm being sarcastic. I thought you were going to laugh, Vicky. Anyway, great movie rides no. is becoming Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And so he wrote the script for that and also for some other stuff too, like Jungle Cruise. He kind of added some more slapstick humor to that or something like that, more puns to the overall script. But great dude. He's been on the podcast, but he said it this way. If you look at the two photos, the old photo, and you're looking at it right now. Yep, I'm looking at it right now. Are you now. at the comparison? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you tell me this. I'm just going to look at your eyes and see if it, your eyes are going to tell the story. Vicki, <laughs> watch. So you look at the old one. <laughs> okay. Looking. Look at the new one. Okay. Go look at the old one again. Okay. The old castle, the way it is, looks like one big block building. Looks like one building. It doesn't look like it's segregated with the inside and the outer walls. So the the new one, they've even painted the in, the inner 
uh, section of the castle a different color, different the pink, yeah, I like different, pink. Yeah, yeah, different uh, shade or tone, whatever you want to call it, which gives it a distinctive look that it's a traditional castle with the outer walls and then the inside castle that's standing tall. Yeah. Do, do you see what I'm? Do you see what, you're, see what you're saying? It gives it more depth. It gives it, gives it more, more depth. Yeah. Makes it look like an actual castle versus just a fake castle trying to look like a real castle. It kind of looks like a fake castle that looks like a real castle. I really, um, I don't, I'm kind of mixed right now. I can't decide how I feel I about it. it. But I would love to hear from our friend Chrissy because remember when the birthday cake when they turned yes. the castle? She talks about that still, and so. I just remember, I would love, Chrissy, for you to email us or message us and let us know what you think, because I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. You know what this is going to start now? You know how Disney capitalizes on all the little changes like this? You're going to start seeing, so mark it down right now, accessories and- Oh, yeah. Merchandise. Merchandise. Merch everywhere. Gold trimmed everything. Not necessarily just that castle on it. It's going to be in your popcorn have, bucket. Right. You'll have a gold. You'll Seriously, you'll have a gold trim popcorn bucket. Like, you I'm will. not kidding. Everything's going to be Nick's gold gonna trim. And Nick's going to get it. Yes, I will. That's what I thought you were going to say. That they were going to make you a castle gold trim. Dude, wouldn't that be great? That'd be amazing. Where are you going to put all these popcorn buckets? Well, you see I have a couple I here, do see that. And I have a handful at home. Yeah. And they're behind you, too. I know. He's got a little yeah, collection. They're, all, they're behind you. Got the sippers. I got a couple popcorn buckets up there. And I have only one over there. Anyway. So I have a rumor. Ooh, no, rumor. you can't. Yes. What's the rumor? I, because it's Star Wars. That's why. I okay, thought. go. No, I can't even. Dude, I'm blind as a bat. I can't see that. Okay. So uh, now that the Galaxy's Edge is open, even though we're still having kinks with Rise of the Resistance. Open-ish. And, yeah. And the <laughs> Mickey's Mini Runaway Railroad is about to open. The rumors are that we are now going to start um, dramatically changing the rest of the park. And so one person said that they think it's going to be regarding Monsters, Inc. and The Incredibles. Even though it looked like they were done with that. Those movies are still making big money for them. Just like, um, I don't know if you noticed this or what what blogs you guys are involved so we're, in. we're talking over at Hollywood Studios? Correct. Okay. So I don't know if you guys are watching, but like Lilo and Stitch is really from when my daughter's younger and she's an adult now. And they made Lilo and Stitch right there at Disney Hollywood Studios. Right. So I'm noticing that the kids are, I don't know. Fun fact for you. Does Lucy watch? No. She hasn't watched it yet. I mean, Apparently she's seen it. making but- a comeback because like, Lilo? like. Yeah, the five and six year olds, they want their rooms like that. I was seeing a bunch really? of makeover rooms of kids that wanted stitch, like collecting different stitches. And you only see him at Ohana, I mean, at a, yeah, Ohana, unless you, they have them out for a special a meet parade. and greet or something. Yeah, or a parade. So anyway, they're thinking that they're going to do something over near Rock and Roller Coaster and it's going to be like Pixar Place. That's the rumor that they're going to, um, do something with Monsters, Inc., Incredibles, possibly even Cars. We know they're not going to probably do Cars Land because they're trying to make that distinct to California. And obviously, I mean, if yeah. we had it in both places, then people might not want to come. So I get that part. But they had closed the Mike Wazowski meet and greet, but people are asking. They're wanting them back because they are big characters in a lot of people's lives. And I think what's happening is that movie came out. Kaylee was in kindergarten, but the people that are just a little bit older than her are probably now starting to have children. They're getting married. They're having children. And they're thinking, oh, I want to introduce my kid to Monsters, Inc. or to Incredible. So um, that's the rumor. I don't know any more than that. They said just be keeping a lookout and they'll let us know. This was in the Orlando Weekly. But um, they they think that there's gonna get, we're going to get some of those rides that they have at Pixar Pier in California. So I'm pretty excited mm. about that. I'd love to get a Incredicoaster. That'd be amazing. That'd be fun. I say keep the Incredicoaster over at Disneyland. And you take that it. trip. Oh yeah, it, it was California screaming. It's the Not same. The it's the same. No, it's the same. It's just an overlay, Vicky. You don't hear Dash saying it's, "num num" and no, smell cookies don't. when you go through the ride. But give me a reason to want to go over to Disneyland California Adventure. Give me That's a reason true. to want to go to Anaheim. I I used to be in your I used to be in your park, right? I used to be in your camp where I wanted these cookie cutter. Parks. You want to be the same thing. Yeah. But I remember Dave once telling me, no, they should give me a reason to want to go to one park versus the other. And I always disagreed with him for years. But I think, I don't know. 
I agree with that. Like, there's no, like, there's no reason to go to the to go to California if it's just the exact same thing right. that you're gonna do. Like Cars Land, we talked about, you know, not Utopia, but the Speedway to be Cars themed. Well, it's cool and all. I'm glad we're getting Tron. What I want, I say we like it's our park, but uh, over at Disneyland, it's we, we, we frequent yeah. more. Over at Disneyland, though, like if they had a Tron too, wouldn't it make it a little bit less special? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think so. Do you agree? No? No, I no, I do agree. And I I do wish that we had the queue that they have for Small World there, but that you're right, that's gonna make me wanna go there. The uh and I know that Lee his episodes this Friday, he touched a little bit on that. Can't wait to listen. It uh he touched a little bit on that and the decorations that they do that are different and how they merge nightmare. Uh, before Christmas with Haunted Mansion. Yes, which I, okay, so I wish they would do that over over. No, because then Cal- nobody wants to go to Disneyland. You just yep, said that. You, no, no, no. You did. That's just a temporary overlay. That's not a hard set in stone ride. Right, that's an overlay on the Haunted Mansion. That's just temporary. Now, what was I going to say? Oh, do they have do they have space available back there to build like a Pixar place? I really Behind, over there by. Rock and, over there by Rock and Roller Coaster and okay. Tower of Terror. So you know through there, the one year that we went, we told you it was just this dance party place that was pretty cute. That was like three Christmases ago, but it had charging stations for parents. So the kids would, like, you could take oh, Lucy cute. and Teddy there and, they, and they would be out dancing with Chip and Dale and just some minor yeah. characters. Um, but they, uh, the parents could sit to the side and they had charging stations and you could charge your phones, which is amazing because there's not a lot of that in the park. So then this year we went back and it was a meet and greet for, um, sorry, it was a meet and greet for, uh, the cars, the cars, cars. <laughs> I can't the think cars. of the names right now. Ramirez. Is that right? Is that the latest one? Anyways, like Tomater and all them, they're all over there now. So I don't know. I know there's land beyond that. I think they got some space behind there, right? Maybe. Cause behind that you have a whole bunch of, you have some space before you hit the road. I don't know. I don't know how far or how close they want to get to that road right there, that main drag. What else do you have real quick? We only have like maybe a minute or so. Okay, well, this is this is quick. What do you got? Regal Eagle Smokehouse is open for business. Whoop, whoop. I yes. cannot wait to go and see. I'm all, I know, Nick and I are That's high right. We're all about the barbecue. So, is it really barbecue? I thought this was the place with the hamburgers. No. That was what's coming to the resorts. Oh, okay. This is coming to Epcot and okay. it is now open and it has actual amazing, legit, I mean, I'll show you some pictures, like, good Finally, another place to go food. to besides Flame Tree. And it's it's casual-ish. Casual-ish. So, it's called Fast Casual. It's a fast casual restaurant. Yeah. Fast casual. So, I'm going to leave you with a rumor and make you wait till next week. Yes. So, the rumor is there's going to be a Pirates of the Caribbean 6. And that's all I'm going to tell you. Dun, oh, dun, well, that was already, I thought that was already confirmed without... Without Jack Sparrow. What, what's his name? What's the guy? Johnny that, Depp. Johnny Depp. Without Johnny Depp. I'm not releasing my any parts of my rumor. So that's the rumor? For next week's episode. All right. You said we're out of time. So that's a well, good cliffhanger. I, to really we had two minutes. In. I meant, so I'm in two minutes. Sorry. Anyway, real quick. Speaking of barbecue, charter bus caught fire at Transportation and Ticket Center. <laughs> Earlier How Walt is Disney that World. speaking of barbecue? This is because barbecue in the bus. That's right. So oh the gosh. whole engine exploded. Yay. That's a nice segue. The whole engine exploded, by the way. Anyway. But were people okay? Yeah, everybody's okay. No one, you know, no one was lit up in flames. The diesel bus oh engine. Oh my goodness. The diesel bus engine just exploded. Sensitivity. <laughs> so, anyway. Just saying. That sounds awful. All right. If you're interested in being a guest on our show, have a question or comment, or simply want that free quote, don't be bashful. Get a little dopey with us and go ahead and email us, mousecapadespodcast.gmail.com or travel at mousecapadespodcast.net. And as always, don't forget to check out our friends over at yourstorytravel.com. Go ahead and check out their blogs or that free no obligation quote. Mousecapades, my listeners, Vicky. Oh, I jacked that one up. I had some other notes from another another episode. We will just scroll down. Stephanie Ohana. Unfortunately, I think it's about that time, everybody. So, peace. Have a magical day, my friends. And love. <laughs> oh, we did that out of order. See you guys. Have a good day. Bye. 
a great big beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day there's a great big beautiful tomorrow and tomorrow's just a dream away man has a dream and that's the start he follows his dream with mind and heart and when it becomes a reality it's a dream come true for you and me so there's a great big beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day there's a great big beautiful tomorrow just a dream away well it sounds pretty good in fact that's just the right spirit our songwriters dick and bob sherman of the walt disney studio the sherman brothers have written many of the wonderful songs for motion pictures and television shows and i think this song written especially for you captures the spirit of the General Electric Pavilion at the New York World's Fair. Thanks, boys. Thanks, Say Thanks, goodbye boy. to the folks. Bye-bye. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow. <laughs> As I said, that's the spirit. Well, a beautiful tomorrow just to dream away. That says we're going places. There's progress ahead. <laughs> 